Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Today's Amr is Daf Yud Gimel Amr Aleph. And we are up to the second line from the top on Yud Gimel Amr Aleph. We're in the middle of discussing the Machlaikas, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir, regarding when a person has to stop eating chametz on Erev Pesach. According to Reb Meir, a person only has to stop eating chametz at the beginning of the sixth hour, which is an hour before the Isser Midairaisa. According to Reb Yehuda, a person has to abstain from eating chametz even an additional hour for the, for the fifth hour. And the question that we're going to discuss today is who we paskin like. Omar Rav Nachman, Omar Rav. Rav Nachman said in the name of Rav, Halacha Kerev Yehuda. The Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, and you have to stop eating chametz by the beginning of the fifth hour. Omar Rava Rav Nachman, Rava Seter Rav Nachman. When Rav Nachman quoted Rav as saying that the Halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, Rava responded, Why are you saying that? Why don't you say that the Halacha is like Rav Meir? Because we have a very good reason to say that the Halacha is like Rav Meir. Because we have a Stam Tana like Rav Meir. We know that there is a Klal that that um, that when you have a Mishnah that says a halacha without bringing a machlaikis, so that's a very, very powerful indication that that's the halacha. And indeed, in the beginning of the second parak, in Armasechta, the Tanan, it says in the Mishnah, kol machil. It says, at any time, any hour of Erev Pesach, that it's mutter to eat chametz, it's also... You could also feed the chametz to your animals and so on. So, if if you think about it, that Mishnah sounds like the halacha is like Rameir. If any time it's mutter to eat, it's mutter to feed, so then that means that there is no hour that it's usher to eat, that it's still mutter to, to feed it to your animals. That sounds like Reb Meir. Reb Meir holds that there's a universal heter until the beginning of the sixth hour, and then a universal iser beginning in the beginning of the sixth hour. So that which stem perfectly again, name Amar Halachik Reb Meir say that the halachas like Reb Meir the Stam Lontano Kavose because we have a Stam Mishnah like him the Tanan as it says in the beginning of the second parak Kol Shaosha Muter Lechal at any hour that it's Muter to eat Machil you can also feed your animals and so on so that means that there's a parallel between when I can eat and when I can feed. Now, let me just remind us that according to Rabbi Yehuda that says that you stop eating at the beginning of the fifth hour, it's only for us to stop eating that, the, that, that begins at the fifth hour. It's still mutter, as we've mentioned several times, it's still mutter for a person to feed his animals. So it comes out that according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's not true that any time it's mutter to eat, it's mutter to feed. Because there are times that it's usher to eat and it's still mutter to feed your animals. But according to Reb Meir, it is true. According to Reb Meir, it's very accurate. At any time it's mutter to eat, it's mutter to feed your animals. Sakti Gemara. No, that Mishnah is not Reb Meir. Hahilav stamahu. That's not a stam Mishnah like Reb Meir. 
because mishum de kasha mutter. Because there's a kasha from the word mutter. The Gemara asks later on, why does the Mishnah have to say at any hour that it's mutter to eat, you can feed it? Why didn't the, well, you could leave out uh, the word mutter? You could just say at any hour that you eat, you could feed it to the animals. Why do you say, why does it have to add that word mutter? It would have been just as clear to say, kol she'oichel, any time that you eat it, machel, that you can, you can feed it. So, so, based on that, the Gemara over there comes to a conclusion that the Mishnah in the beginning of the second parak is not Reb Meir. Rather, the Mishnah in the beginning of the second parak is Rabbi Gamliel, because with that added word mutter, which seems to be extra, the way we read the Mishnah is that kol mutter, that any time it's mutter for anyone to eat chametz, ma'achil, everyone can feed it to their animals. And that would be the sheet of Rabbi Gamliel. If you remember, at the end of the Mishnah we learned that Rabbi Gamliel said that not like Rabbi Yehuda and not like Rabbi Meir. Not like Rabbi Yehuda, it's not usher for everyone in the fifth hour. And not like Reb Meir, it's not mutter for everyone in the fifth hour. But rather, it depends what type of food we're talking about. If we're talking about regular chulin, then it's taka usher in the fifth hour. But if we're talking about um, truma, because we don't want to destroy truma for no reason, so therefore we allow an extra hour to eat chametz, that's truma. So the way we read the Mishnah then is kol shemutter lechel, anytime anyone has a heter to eat. Meaning, I'm a Yisrael, I'm not a Kayan. I have animals that I'd like to feed chametz to. Right now it's usher for me to eat chametz. But in the fifth hour, hagam it's usher for me to eat chametz, it's mutter for my friend the Kayan to eat, to eat truma. Because that's Rabbi Gamliel's shita, that in the fifth hour he can eat truma. So, Mimela, that's how we understand that the Mishnah in the beginning of the second parak is Rabbi Gamliel. So, that's what the Gemara says. Mishum, the kasha, because we had the kasha of, quote, mutter, of that extra word, mutter, and we therefore we came to the conclusion that it's Rabbi Gamliel, not Rabbi Meir, to which the Gemara asks the obvious question. So, fine, so that's not a Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Meir. It's a Stam Mishnah like Rabbi Gamliel. Okay, so say that the Halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel. V'neima mar halacha keramagamliel. Let why don't you say that the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel? The havalei machria because Rabbi Gamliel now is a machria. What does that mean? Meaning Rabbi Gamliel seems to be the one who paskins a a, a mahalach between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir says that it's completely mutter in the fifth hour to eat. Rabbi Yehuda says it's completely usher in the fifth hour to eat. Comes along Rabbi Gamliel and says, when it comes to Kaihanim, we're going to do like Rabbi Meir, and we're going to allow that you could eat truma. When it comes to Chulin, we're going to do like Rabbi Yehuda, and we're not going to allow. So it sounds like Rabbi Gamliel came to be machria, to, to be the deciding vote in the mahalach between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, we should do like Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel seems to be v'imachria. V'neim amar halacha k'Rabbi Gamliel. Why don't you say that halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel? Da havalei machria, because he's a machria.
Now the truth is, just I'm sure you noticed, we didn't have to give the reason to Havale Machria. We could just say the name Amar Gamliel because the Stam Mishnah is like him. So that's the subject of the top Taisvis on the Amud. But we'll we'll continue with our simple reading of the Gemara. Omalei, Rav Nachman responded that no. Rabbi Gamliel is not a machria. It might seem to you like Rabbi Gamliel is a machria, but he's not a machria. Rabbi Gamliel love machria. Rabbi Gamliel is not deciding between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Rather, Tam Denafshe Ka'amar. He's saying his own tzvara. Rabbi Gamliel is saying his own tzvara. He's not, he's not um, a machria between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. Now, what does this mean? So Rashi says a very, very clear, beautiful explanation. Rashi says like this, that if you have a machlaikis, Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda acknowledge that there are different categories here. There's chulin and there's truma. And Rabbi Meir would say, one is allowed to eat truma and one is allowed to eat chulin. And then Rabbi Yehuda would say one is not allowed to eat chulin and one is not allowed to eat truma. And then Rabbi Gamliel would say one is allowed to eat truma but not allowed to eat chulin. So that setup is a setup of a machria. In other words, the pieces that are relevant to our conversation, everyone agrees about what's on the table here. What we have on the table here is what is the din of eating chulin in the fifth hour and what is the din of eating truma in the fifth hour. And Rabbi Gamliel comes along and picks one tzad like Rabbi Meir that one is allowed to eat chulin during the fifth hour and one tzad like Rabbi Yehuda that one is not allowed to eat truma in the fifth hour. But that's not the way our Mishnah sets up Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Gamliel. The way our Mishnah sets it up is that Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda are not misyaches bechlal. They, they do not care at all to be mechalek between chulin and truma. That idea that there is a difference between chulin and truma is not relevant to Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. So when Rabbi Gamliel comes along and says, for chulin the halacha is like this, and for trumas the halacha is like this, he's not being machria. He's not deciding between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda. He's just saying his own shita. Tam denaf amar. He's saying his own shita. So we don't consider him to be a machria. He's just a third shita. And that's why we don't say that the halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel. The Ibayasema, and if you want, I can say that the source for Rav, when he said the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda, Rav de Omar ki hai tana. Rav was saying like the following Tana, Ditanya, because it says in Ebraiso, Arba Osor Shechaliyos B'Shabbos. If the fourteenth day of Nisan, if Erev Pesach comes out on Shabbos, so what's the halacha? We can't get rid of the chametz on Shabbos. So mevarin is hakoil milafnei Shabbos. So we destroy all of the chametz before Shabbos and the day before erev Pesach. Visarfin and we burn trumais tmeis tuluyais utahayrois and we burn all kinds of truma, truma tamea, truma that had become impure, had become tame, truma tuluya, a truma, truma that's a suffix if it's tame or if it's tahar, 
Utahirais and Truma that's Truma that's Fishor Tahar. All of the Truma we burn and we get rid of before Shabbos, which is Erev Pesach. And what do we eat on Shabbos? So Umeshairin Minha Tahirais, we leave over from the Tahar food Mazain Shtei Seudais, enough food to eat two Seudais. A Friday night suda and a Shabbos morning suda, kidei lechel ad dalid shaos, so that you can eat until four hours. In other words, you do not leave extra food for shalashudis because that would be later in the day, and that for sure you can't eat chametz anymore later in the day. But you leave over from the Tahirais Maza in so that you can eat un- until the end of the fourth hour. Divrei Rebbe Lazar ben Yehuda Ish Barsusa. These are the words of Rebbe Lazar ben Yehuda from Barsusa, Sha'omar Mishum Rabbi Yeshua, who had, was quoting the Rabbi Yeshua. The Chachamim had a problem with this. And the Chachamim said, Omrulai, they said to him, he said we should not burn pure the pure food that's tahar. If it's if you have truma that's tahar, we shouldn't stam burn it. You're not allowed to stam burn tahar truma for no reason. Um, what will I what will I do with it? Shema yimtu Maybe I'll maybe I'll find people to eat it. Why are you burning perfectly good truma? Maybe I'll have some some uh, kaihanim in the neighborhood that will come by and the, and they'll eat it. Says so they so so they responded to the chachamim, and they Omar lohem. So Rabbi Lazar ben Yehuda Ishbar Susa answered back to the chachamim. He said, "Kvar bikshu I'm saying Shabbos is coming. They know who's in town and who's not in town. They already searched for Archim. They know that there's nobody else in town to eat the tahiris. So what are they going to do? Just leave extra chametz around so they they should burn it? So then they responded. Chachamim responded. How do you know? Amrulai. They said to them, Shema chutz lanu. Maybe they slept. Lanu is like a lashon of lina of sleeping. Maybe they slept outside the walls of the of the city. In other words, in other words, um, it's true, of course, that we're not expecting travelers to come in on Shabbos. So that's why, like, if I I know who's in town and we're going into Shabbos here, so I'll set aside enough food for the people that are here, but people that, just to assume that imaginary Archim are going to come, I'm not going to do that, and then I'll have extra chametz lying around my house on Erev Pesach that I won't know what to do with. But what the Chachamim suggested was that maybe they're in the Tchum, maybe they just got to the walls of the city before Shabbos, and they camped outside the walls of the city, and Shabbos morning they're going to come in and show up to Davening, and you're going to want to invite them home for the Suda and give them some delicious Tahar uh, Truma, and and you'll have burned it already. So why should you burn the truma? Maybe you'll maybe you will have archa. Maybe you will have company. So so th- so that that was the chashash that that the chachamim suggested that maybe maybe there will be um, people available to eat the uh, the truma tahira. Omar lohem. So Rabbi Lezer ben Yehuda Ishbar Susa said to the chachamim, such a beautiful gemara. 
He said to them, Lidivrechem, according to you, that we should not burn Truma Tahira, Minasafik, that maybe people will come. Once we're talking about Sveikais, See, even the truma that's a suffolk we shouldn't burn. Why not? Shema Once you're besuppik that maybe guests will come, we have another guest that we wait for every day. We wait every day that Eliyahu Anavi should come. And part of the job of Eliyahu Anavi, Tishbi Yitaret, part of the job of Eliyahu Anavi is to clarify our sveikos. And to make clear what's a suffolk and what's, what's not a suffolk. So if I have truma that's a suffolk and it's coming up to Shabbos and tomorrow's Erev Pesach and really I would eat this. It's just that I don't know if it's Tomei or if it's Tahar. So maybe I should save it. Maybe Eliyoh Novi will walk in tomorrow and to be Mavasar the Geula. And in the process, he will tell me which Suffolk Truma is really Tomei and which Suffolk Truma is Tahar. So maybe I should hold on to the Suffolk and I shouldn't burn. If it's Vadai Tomei, so that I can burn. But if it's not Vadai Tomei, and maybe Eliyoh will say it's Tahar. Amar Lohem, he said to them, Ledevreichem, according to you, Even the Suffolk Truma should not be burned. Shema Yovay Eliyahu. Maybe Eliyahu Anovi will come v'yitarem and will be metar them. Amru Lohi, the Chachamim said, Oh, you know something? That would not be such a bad uh, thought. Except that Eliyahu Anovi is not coming on Shabbos. Because, because we have a klal. Klal Yisrael already have a havtacha. She'ein Eliyahu ba. Eliyahu does not come. Lo'i ba'arve Shabbosos. V'lo'i ba'arve yomim toivim. Eliyahu Anobi does not come on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yontif. Mepnei ha'toyrach. Because it's a tircha. Because Klal Yisrael is working hard getting ready for Shabbos. Getting ready for Yontif. So Erev Shabbos and Erev Yontif is not a time Eliyahu Anobi is chas on the tircha of Klal Yisrael. And he doesn't come on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yontif. So really the Chachamim said... To Rebbe Leza ben Yehuda, really, you make a good point. Maybe Eliyahu Anavi will come and tell me which truma is tame and which truma is tar. So maybe I shouldn't burn the suffix, the truma that's a suffix. But it happens to be that I know that Eliyahu is not going to be one of the guests this Shabbos because Eliyahu Anavi doesn't come on erev Shabbos or on erev Yantif. So and this this Shabbos comes out to be is is erev Yantif. So. So that's why we're not going to save the truma. Um, we're not going to save the truma tamea. Oh, we're not going to save the suffolk truma. Amru, they said loizazu misham. They didn't move from there. Ad shekavu halacha. Rebbe ben Yehuda ish barasusa sheomar mishum Rabbi Yeshua. They didn't budge from there until they were kaveo, they were machria, that the halacha is like Rabbi Eleza ben Yeshua ish barasusa b'shem Rabbi Yeshua, who said that we make sure to just save enough truma tahira for two meals. Now, what does this have to do with our Gemara? What this has to do with our Gemara is that if you look carefully at the words of Rabbi Eleza ben Yehuda ish barasusa, he says to make sure that you eat those two meals by the end of the fourth hour, ad dalid shois. If he says that we should eat by the end of the fourth hour, who does he hold like? 
Looking back in our Mishnah, who does he hold like? It's very clear that he holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Because if he held like Rabbi Meir, he'd be able to allow you to eat your Shabbos suit until after the fifth hour. It's only Rabbi Yehuda who says not to eat during the, during the fifth hour, and therefore you have to stop eating by the fourth hour. So Memela, the Gemara says, you see that, that there's a Raya, Rav understood from this Brisa, that you see that we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. My love, afilu lechel. Doesn't that include when we said the halachas like Rabbi Elazar ben Yehuda? Doesn't that include the 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 din of 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 how long to eat it? Amar Rav Papa mishmei derava. Rav Papa said mishmei derava. That's not what it means that they were kaveya the halacha like Rabbi Elazar ben Yehuda. Loi, no, levaer. It means legabi what to get rid of before Shabbos. In other words. It's true, you're right. Rabbi Elizabeth Yehuda did indicate that he held like Rabbi Yehuda. But when we said, when the Brisa ends off and says the Psak was like Rabbi Elizabeth Yehuda, the issue that, the, that they were talking about was not what hour you eat chametz until. That's a side point. The Iker Machlaikas here was, do you leave over, do you burn your Truma Tahira before Shabbos? And in that, they said, you paskin like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yehuda, that you do burn your Truma Tahira before Shabbos, with the exception of the amount of food that you need to be able to eat two meals of Shabbos. The fact that Rabbi Eliezer ben Yehuda included in his comment an indication that he holds like Rabbi Yehuda, that's not enough to say that therefore when they said they paskin like him, they're paskining like Rabbi Yehuda. The psak like him was Lagabi the Iker point that he's making, which is about what you destroy before Shabbos. Okay. Zokti Gemara v'af Rebbe Savar lohodir Rav Nachman. Rebbe also held like this din of Rav Nachman, that Rav Nachman said that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. The Omar Ravin Bar Rav Ado. Ravin Bar Rav Ado said, Maisa be'odom echod. There was a Maisa about a person. Shehifkid diskia meleya chametz. He gave us a pikadon, a sack full of chametz. Eitzel yoichanan chakuka. He gave it to yoichanan chakuka. Yochanan, um, either he was from this Mokayim Chakuka, or he means he was a cipher, but he gave this famous Yochanan Chakuka, he gave him a sack of chametz, and unfortunately, v'nakvua achborim, mice um, nibbled away at the sack. And the chametz was spilling out of it. And it was Erev Pesach. It was getting close to Pesach. Ubolifnei Rebbe, he came in front of Rebbe, what am I going to do with this sack of chametz? Sha'ari Shaina, the first hour of the day, Omar Loi, Rebbe said to him, Hamtein, wait, don't do anything yet with the chametz. Maybe the owner will still come. Shnia, the second hour, he goes desperately back to, to Rebbe, what do I do? The chametz is falling out of the sack here. Omar loy hamtain. He said, wait. Shlishas, the third hour. Omar loy hamtain. He said, wait. Revius, the fourth hour. Omar loy hamtain. He said, wait. Maybe the owner will come. 
Chamishis, it came the fifth hour of the day on Erev Pesach. He runs to Rebbe, Rebbe, it's already the fifth hour of the day. What should I do with this chametz that the owner was mafkid to me? So Rebbe answered him, Amalei, Rebbe said to him, Tzei umaychra l'shuk. Go out and sell it in the marketplace. Go do the owner a favor before it becomes usser and therefore have no value. And sell it in the marketplace. My love, l'nachrim. What, what did he mean by that? Why did he still tell him to sell it? Because it was already the fifth hour and we can't eat it anymore. So now it's going to be just a huge hefzid to the owner. So quickly, go out and sell it to Goyim, who could still enjoy the chametz now. And we, it's the fifth hour, we could still have hana from chametz, even if we can't eat it. So sell it to Nachrim. And if we'll say that that's what he meant in the fifth hour, go sell it to Goyim, Kirab Yehuda, that's like Rabbi Yehuda, who says that it's usher for us to eat chametz in the fifth hour. If, if, if that's... If he didn't hold like Rabbi Yehuda, then there would be no reason to sell it to Goyim in the fifth hour. Yidin could still eat it. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said, no, there's no raya from there. Loi, li Yisrael. He meant go sell it to Yidin. You could go sell it in the marketplace to Yidin, because Yidin are still allowed to eat it. Yidin are still allowed to eat it. Ki Rabbi Meir. Like Rabbi Meir knows, you don't have a raya from here, from the fact that Rebbe said in the fifth hour, go sell it. You don't have a raya that Rebbe held like Rebbe Yehuda. Maybe he meant sell it to Yidin. To which Abayah said to his Rebbe, Rebbe Yosef, he said, what's the point of selling it to other Yidin? Once you're saying it's mutter for him to eat, why didn't he just say he should take it for himself? And, and he'll pay the owner. Like, why does he have to go sell it? He could eat it and pay the owner. Omar le Abaya, Abaya said to Rabbi Yosef, Eli Yisrael, if it means to Yisrael, nishkele lenafshe, let him take it for himself. So the Gemara says, Hafle uh, vafela, unbelievable sensitivity. The Gemara says, Mishum chashada. When you're watching something, even if we understand behind the scenes and it makes sense for you to eat it and you'll pay back the owner, but it doesn't look right. It doesn't look right. Someone gave you something to watch, and you're eating it. It just doesn't... It, there needs to be some kind of a separation that I'm not touching it. The Tanya, as we learned in Ebrisa, Gaboi Tzedakah. If you have a Gaboi Tzedakah, and he has money, Rashi explains the money that he has are prutais shal He has copper pennies, let's say. And he has this money, and there's no poor people to give it to. Halavai, we should be zaycha to that. There were no aniyim to give the 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 prutas to. Now the thing is like this: copper coins could turn bad. They could get molten, They could get rusty, and and they could be niskalkal, and then they're not worth anything. So you have to change it out for more durable coins. So I could change it out for myself. I'll go take some silver coins and I'll change it in for some of the cheaper copper coins, which I'll use in my daily shopping. Or I could be a money changer for somebody else and I could exchange money for somebody else. And the Brisa says, Partin la'acherim ve'ein partin la'atzman. You could, you could, you could, make change for others but not for yourself. Same idea. It would be too much of a chashada that the gabai is handling with the tzedakah money for himself. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not appropriate. Gabai tamchui. 
What about the Gabai of the Tamchoy? The Tamchoy is the Tzedakah, is like the soup kitchen, is the Tzedakah where they would give food out. Also, She'ein lahem aniyim lechalik, they don't have aniyim to give, they have food here, and they don't have aniyim to give it to, so they want to sell the food before it, 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 it deteriorates and is not usable anymore, so that the money could be kept to give future Tzedakah. So the Brisa says, similarly, Meichrin la'acherim, you could sell it to others, but ve'ein Meichrin la'atzman, don't sell it to yourself. This is mamish, if you notice, this is mamish, our case, like with the Chomets, where, where Rebbe said, sell it to others, don't sell it to yourself. Mishum shenemar, because the Pasuk says, v'hiyisem nekiyim, you should be naki, clean, from Hashem and from Yidin. When a person's handling with the money of the tzibur, it's not enough that he's being honest, but he has to be honest in such a way that there's no makam to even think anything inappropriate is taking place, and therefore any transactions that have to ha- that have to happen should be with others. It shouldn't be at my own bank account that I have. I'm a gabite stuck, and I use it as my own bank account. We don't we don't do that. No, it means to Yidin. And we learned this whole beautiful Musar that there's uh, an Indian that you have to be careful about Chashad. But Rav Adabar Masna said to Rabbi Yosef, You told us that it was to sell it to Goyim. Now, I want to clarify here, very, very important, Rabbi Yosef said to Yisrael, Rav Adabar Masna is coming and telling Rabbi Yosef, you said to sell it to Goyim. What's going on here is that Rabbi Yosef went through a tragedy that's very famous throughout Shas, that Rabbi Yosef at some point in his life forgot his learning, because of a sickness. And when he recovered... He managed to get the pull the gvura together to relearn the Torah, and he had talmidim. And very often, his talmidim would remind him of psakim that he gave before he forgot his learning. And that's what's going on here. Rabbi Yosef, based on what he saw now, was saying maybe it means to sell it to Yisrael. Rabbi Adabar Masnes telling Rabbi Yosef before you got sick. I remember you were giving shir when you were still b'chol hatayk, if you still had all your kayach, and you told us that it means to sell to goyim, kirab Yehuda, because we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. Okay. So this is a long um, uh, journey that we've gone through to, to, to discover what it meant that Rav Nachman said that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda. Now, the, the Gemara just goes on now, almost as a footnote, to point out that this sack of Rebbe, that he said that you could take the food that was given to you as a pikadon and try to um, transfer it into something that won't be niskalka when Pesach comes, that itself is a machloikis. The Gemara says as follows, Amr Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said, Keman azla hoshmaitza the Rebbe. Like who does this halacha of Rebbe go? It's like the shita of Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, the Tanan, as it says in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says as follows: Someone who gives a pikadon, he gives fruit to his friend to watch for him. Can you please hold on to this fruit for me? 
Afilu heinavudin, even if they are getting destroyed, because the person didn't come back when he thought he would, maybe he went out on a business trip and he was delayed, and now his fruit is spoiling and deteriorating, lo yigabohen, you should not touch it, it's not yours, leave it, do not touch it. Reb Shimon Megamliel, Reb Shimon Megamliel says, no, you have to take care of it for him. Moichron bebeistin, you should sell it in Bezdin, mipnei hashavas avedis, because of hashavas avedis, it's getting lost. It's getting ruined, and you want to you want to be able to be shomer the nechasim of this yid that was uh, mafkidet to you. So that was what Rabbi Yosef said that it's dafka according to um, uh, Rabbi Shimon Mengamliel, who says that you do get involved to try to retain it. But Abaya Abaya was like the the famous Talmud of Rabbi Yosef, um, who used to also used to used to handle with Rabbi Yosef after he got sick. Doesn't it say about this? Don't we have a memra about this? That Rabbi Barbarchana said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. He says like this, Abaya said Rabbi Yosef, I, I think, you know, B'cholah covered. I think that it's not after Rav Shem Ben Because we have a memra about this Machlaikas Rebbe and Rav Shem Ben that the Machlaikas is only when the deterioration that was taking place was the normal deterioration. If it was a normal deterioration, that this is the derech, that fruits over time, they're not so good anymore. So then the Tanakama held, do not, the Chachamim held, do not do anything. And Rav Shem Ben Gamliel held that you should, and you, sh- you should sell it, and that's Shittas Rav Shem Ben Gamliel. But in a scenario where the things are getting ruined on a greater and accelerated uh, pace, that it's getting ruined more than the person who was mafked. It could have, you know, you know, normally would have expected that it would get ruined. So then everyone agrees that you have to save this. You have to save it for him. So if it's yoiser mikedeiches roinon, I'm on Yud Gimel Amid Beis on the top. If it's more than its natural deterioration, then moichron bebezdin, you sell it in bezdin. Said Abaye to Rabbi Yosef on erev Pesach, this is not just a question of deterioration. This chametz is going to become worth zero soon. So that lechayr, everyone would agree that you should sell it. V'kol shekeinacha. Kolshekain over here, the hopsidi legamri, because it becomes completely lost, because it's chametz is aser bahana. So certainly over here, everyone would agree to what Rebbe said that by when the fifth hour arrives, you should sell the chametz in order to save its value for the owner. And this will be the end of Daf Yud Gimel Amud Aleph. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Mara McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS, that's 203-312-7427, or email info at shasilluminated.org.